This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. ACDC being some little teasers. They uh, have a new album on the way. It really looks like this is happening, Jim. It is. I think so. I think we know the name of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Power Up? Power Up, yeah. I hope they don't. It's spelt out as the hashtag uh, yesterday. Hashtag P-W-R-U-P. I yeah. hope they don't call it that. Like There were uh, spray-painted P-W-R-U-P um, uh, poles around Australia that people started taking pictures of with the ACDC lightning bolt worked in there. And then on the social media accounts, they started posting this uh, this neon sign. It's just the the lightning bolt between the A, the C, and the D and the C. Mm-hmm. It's the lightning. Oh, there's some sound with this. Let's see what it sounds like. Maybe there's a little sample. Wow. <laughs> sounds like plugging in an amp. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's just the light flickers with that noise. So there's no... There's no sample of what the the new album might sound like. But I think uh, if the last all ACDC albums are any indication, we know what it's going to sound like. (laughs) Yeah, I got a pretty good guess. Awesome. (laughs) Right. It's going to pump you up. It's going to get you ready. This is what we need. For the day, for the big game. Yeah. This is what 2020 definitely needs. Back to the basics. Something that just rocks. Let's get ready uh, for 2021. You Mm -hmm. know, let's get pumped up for a new beginning. Yes. There's been rumors swirling that ACDC have been working on new stuff uh, since 2018. Brian Johnson back on vocals. Phil Rudd, both of them were photographed leaving a recording studio in Vancouver. Did you know that uh, the Razor's Edge with Thunderstruck... Money Talks, all those great tunes. Did you know it was recorded in Vancouver? I had no idea. No, that's cool. Yeah, same recording studio where they recorded The Razor's Edge. They were spotted outside. of, And obviously, um, uh, that's big news because Brian Johnson's been having some hearing problems. He didn't tour with the band uh, for a while. Axl Rose took over, but uh, it looks like he's back as the front man of ACDC. Unfortunately, Malcolm, no longer with us. He's been replaced by Stevie Young, Mm -hmm. uh, his nephew in the band. Angus, though, uh, Rudd, Cliff Williams, reportedly all back for this new album. Pretty exciting stuff. Absolutely. The, uh, The band's official website has been inviting visitors to sign up for more info on Power Up, which everyone is assuming, as are we, is the name of the new album. Yes, new ACDC right around the corner. Here we go. ACDC are one of the biggest rock bands in the world and one of the oldest. That's why they've decided to give up singing about sex, booze, and partying and start singing about things a little more relevant to people their age with their new album. I got bad eyes. I'm half blind. Everything around me is blurry now. Cataract. You'll get hits like Dirty Deeds Done in My Pants by Accident, Highway to Hell, with the left turn signal on the whole time, and of course, Hips and Knees. I need new hips and knees. Oh, can't you tell? 
Hips and knees. The ass slipped and fell. Hips and knees. In constant pain. Hips and knees. Where is my cane? And get the dance floor of the retirement home moving with the number one hit, You Should Get Off My Lawn. I'm a grass machine. I keep my yard kept clean. Have the nicest weed whacker you have ever seen. My soil's never dry. I like to fertilize. Don't touch with your feet. Just look with your eyes. Just like the band, you don't have much time left, so get it today. ACDC's album, The Diaper's Edge, is in stores now. Blind Melon, No Rain, it's Taz and Jim, and we've got a call. Hi, who's this? It's uh, Chris calling. I'm just driving to work right now, and I just saw the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, I saw a huge flash out my window, and I got tinted windows in my truck, and I swear to God it was a meteor. I'm just curious if there's anybody else in this area that saw that. Hmm. Ooh, a meteor. Whereabouts were you when you saw it? Um, I'm in between Delhi and London. I'm driving to London right now. Okay. And, and it was just a bright flash. Was it big, like a flash hitting the ground? No, it was like a big flash in the sky, and then it had like a huge tail behind it. But like, of course, I'm driving, and by the time I get my phone out, I'm like, I, I'm not going to have proof of this, and I don't want to call and sound like an idiot. But yeah, you don't, I, I, you don't want to jeopardize your, your driving by getting distracted trying to take pictures of a meteor well, either. That too, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'm just curious if anybody else seen it. It was a huge flash in the sky. Huh. you yeah. got to find that thing, man. You know what happens when you touch a meteor? No. <laughs> Superpowers. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. If comic books have taught me anything, you gotta you gotta rub your face up on that meteor. <laughs> oh man, I just I just called my other half and I'm like, this is really weird. Like, I don't know if you're gonna believe me, but I just saw this and she's like, oh. okay. Well, I think a meteor is more believable to to most people than saying I think I saw a UFO crash or like a plane being blown out of the sky. Like, what the hell was it? <laughs> it was that bright, huh? Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. Okay, between Delhi and London. What time did that happen at? It would have been probably around 20 after 6. Okay. All right, well, we'll put it out there. Maybe cool, someone man. else saw the uh, the flash in the sky, the bright light. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot, man. Have a good day. Okay. Take care. Jim Kelly's putting his coat on. You going <laughs> to there. investigate Mulder? I, I put my Twitter gloves on. That's what I did. I typed in Meteor. And people are tweeting about it five minutes ago. I don't know where this guy's from, but five minutes ago, totally just saw a meteor enter the atmosphere or a UFO takeoff, big flash of light, then a blue-looking streak in the sky. Crazy, never seen anything like it. Large green... Another one, Tyler says, large green fireball, meteor at 6.25 a.m. Looking east this morning. Large tail. This looks like this guy's from Ohio. Saw it in northern Ohio. You could even see it from Ohio across the lake. Holy cow. Sorry, we missed it. I hope somebody caught it on camera, Jim. Yeah, maybe somebody's dash cam. Oh, holy crap, a ton of texts are coming in. It was a falling star. Wait. What? I thought it was... Taz?
Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I just stopped the music because uh, no, okay, it was th- getting good. <laughs> what? What is it? No, Jeff? I don't know. Uh, Are we I alone? I'm in Wilsonville. <laughs> is it over? Did they see the presidential debate and say enough is enough? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They've had their chance. Yeah. The humans, we mm-hmm. gave them a shot. But did you see that debate yeah. last night? We got to put an end to this nonsense. We were on the fence when we saw the nukes 50 years ago, but that debate. I, it's no, no. <laughs> that was really a pr- productive segment, wasn't it? So three years ago, Jim and I discovered this young, talented rapper from London, Ontario. He was seven years old at the time, made his first ever media appearance on our show, doing a cover of Eminem's Lose Yourself. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he was calm and ready to drop bomb. When he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words don't come out. Yeah. He's choking now. Everybody's choking now. The clock's ran out. Time's up. Over plow. Snap back to Woo. reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. He choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up. This kid is good. He's 10 years old now, and he's on the phone. His name is Cassius Smith, a.k.a. CDMN in the house. Yeah, CDMN. How are you, buddy? Good. I'm good. Good. We we had a little feud, you and I, going on Twitter over the weekend. I didn't realize you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Uh, I've kind of liked them for the playoffs, and my favorite team's Detroit, so I just like them because Eiserman built the team. Right. Yeah. And, And they went on and they won the Stanley Cup. Yep. Uh, I said if that happened, we would play a clip of your new rap song on on the air. Uh, how, what is the name of this song and what is it about? Uh, so the song that you're going to be playing is uh, it's called Oak to Lambeth. And it's basically about that uh, when I was around the same, kind of around the same age as I came to your guys' uh, studio, um, when I was like seven-ish around that age, uh, my parents uh, like divorced. And then ever since, it was kind of like an issue for me. So I just wrote a rap song about it, and I called it Oak to Lambeth, as in that I went from Oak Ridge to Lambeth, kind of. I like this. This is some Kendrick Lamar okay. feelings, you know, yeah, open and honest stuff. Get it out. It's a way to do <laughs> yeah. it. Fuel your creativity. Yeah. Uh, Oak Ridge is a neighborhood in London. Lambeth is is also, it's just kind of... Yeah, it's London too. So your your parents, I'm assuming they they live in different houses. One of them in Oak Ridge, the other one in Lambeth. Yep. Okay. That's all we need to know. Here is the song. It's C D M N. Now ten years old. Oak to Lambeth. Yeah. Okay. Let me take it out memory lane with little cats that a whole lot of pain. Having the hair of mom and dad arguing in my head, thinking what the hell do I do? Later on, I found out couldn't do crap. After the news, they told me I had a split in my back. Thinking in my head, what the hell just happened? So I got up, threw a chair, screaming, this isn't fair. To the point, I felt like nobody cared. Then I ran in my room and slammed the door. And immediately fell to the floor. I felt tears and I knew they were about to pour. Then my dad ran in my room. Trying to calm me down I wanted to yell at him But I felt a moment of hesitation My hand was weak And I was built up with frustration Later on I calmed down But this is day I'm still put up for you now Yes, oak to Lambeth They had my brain damaged What? Road to road And now I'm raging like a savage Said it, oak to Lambeth They had my brain damaged What? Road to 
delicious. That is incredible. Thank you. That's such a good song. I, I have no idea how you get the words out so fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it took a couple months of work, but yeah. Practice. So are you are you doing an album or something, or are you just releasing singles? Uh, I'm trying to. Yeah. I think you should stick with it. You're a talented guy. We're going to post the the entire song, Oak to Lambeth, your, your rap song, on all the Taz and Jim social media feeds so people can check it out, okay? Okay. That was awesome. Uh, I have one word of advice. Don't put Taz in your music video. I saw him dancing to that. It was not <laughs> not going to sell your album Oak at all. Oak to Lambeth. Uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need you don't need a forty three year old bald man to be your backup dancer, Cassius. <laughs> I'm disappointed that the the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup because if the Dallas Stars had won, you said that you would come on our show and you would rap about me and Jim. So mm. so I'm a little bummed out that that's not happening, Cassius. I'll do it. You'll do a little freestyle about us. Yep. Right now? <laughs> yep. You're up for no! the challenge. Yep. Okay. 10-year-old rapper CDMN rapping about Taz and Jim. Okay, so should I just do it now? Yeah, take it away. Acapella. Okay. Taz and Jim. Taz and Jim. Heard from London to Hamilton. Respect for giving my track a spin. Don't forget the name. It's CDMN. Taz is the host that others want to be like. Reading through the roof. Spitting fire on the hot mic. Just across the booth is my main man, Jim. So dope, so fly, so fat, he's slim. I've got to cut this short. i got to catch my breath. But just before I do, i got one request. It's for anybody listening from the east to west. Look up by a single. It's called Oak to Lambeth. Oh, plug for Taz and Jim. Plug for your song. Holy, what a you are You're a professional. You are talented. You're welcome back on the show anytime, CDMN. Thanks. What time does the school bus come? Uh, <laughs> I missed the bus. <laughs> on the weekend, I was talking to this really nice couple, Jim and Charlemagne. And Charlemagne Jim was telling us, about how her mother absolutely is obsessed with the band Nirvana. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Loves Nirvana, listens to Nirvana with her grandkids, and <laughs> she's the Nirvana granny, basically. She said, if you guys are playing Nirvana on your show next week, you got to try to give my mom a call on the air. You'll love it. So I've got her number here. Her name <laughs> is Carol. Let's find out how much she loves Nirvana. Hello. Hi, is Carol there? Speaking. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? You don't recognize our voices? No. Come on, Carol. I don't. Carol, your daughter Charlemagne said you listen to us on the radio all the time. <laughs> okay. She's telling you stories. <laughs> you don't listen to Taz and Jim? No, I don't. Oh, my God. You could have lied, Carol. Wow. <laughs> I hear you're a Nirvana super fan, Carol. That's true. I am. I am. I think I was born 20 years too early because all the music that um, was popular when I was young was stuff like 
you know, the Bobby stuff, Bobby Cartola, Bobby V, Bobby, you know. Yeah, like the oldies, the oldies uh, soda shop stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that kind of music. But you love the 90s grunge. I love the 90s alternative punk grunge music, yeah. That's awesome. What's the best Nirvana song, in your opinion? I like Drain You. <laughs> That's a good one. You put that on when you're driving the grandkids around? Actually, you know, my grandson is 16. When he gets in my car, he turns the, the um, radio off. Because it's too loud for him. Yeah. He can't, he can't keep up with Grandma. No, he can't. He's, <laughs> he's lost. Now, I also hear that, Carol, you, you are the Nirvana grand, grandmother. Uh, you, you've been quoted in books written about Kurt Cobain. I've had, you know, the, the detective that investigated his death, Yeah, Tom Grant, I've had some, um, uh, I've, I've had some contact with him. Um, I don't think I've been quoted in any books, though. Not that. Uh... But you have an inside scoop on his death. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And do you believe that it was suicide? No, I don't. I don't think it was suicide. Who do you think did it? Oh, you're not going to get me into that. <laughs> I'll say it. Courtney Love hired a biker to do it. <laughs> Conspiracy theory never proven. You can't make those claims on the radio, Jim. See, if, yeah. you, if you were a grandmother, you would know better than to say <laughs> bad things about people when they're not here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so besides Nirvana, who do you love listening to, Carol? I like all that um, 90s stuff. I like uh, Alice in Chains. Um, I like Weezer. Yeah. Offspring. You're the Green coolest day. granny ever. When when things get back to normal, I think we should start going to concerts together. What do you say? Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> do you think things will get back to normal? Uh, I don't know. What's normal? Some people would say it's not normal that a grandmother's favorite band is Nirvana, but I think it's pretty awesome. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Carol, can you just lie to it for us and say, oh, yeah, I listen to you guys all the time. I love your show. Oh, yeah, I listen to you guys all the time, and I love your show. Right on, I Carol. I always believe that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carol, the Nirvana granny, thanks for coming on the air with us, okay? Okay, yep. Bye-bye. If you missed the U.S. presidential debate last night, congratulations. That was the best decision you've made all year. It was uh, painful, I think would be the best word to describe it, Jim. Mm-hmm. I avoided it. Did you watch any highlights this morning? Just like a cop, like the highlights are them talking over each other and, you yeah. know, it's nothing policy wise. It's just them insulting each other is all I've heard. We can sum up the full 90 minute debate in about 45 seconds here. I'm Chris Wallace of Fox News, and I welcome you to the first of the 2020 presidential debates. President Trump, why should voters elect you president? I have very bad ideas. 
a lot of people agree with me, many people. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes? I don't want to pay tax. They're stupid. He says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code. Did you use the word smart? Don't ever use the word smart with me. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? what? I am. Absolutely insane. <laughs> well, that's true. Another s- billionaires of rate have, because of his profligate tax Can you let him finish, sir? Listen, this is the way it is. Do I get my time back? All right. Thank you and good night. <laughs> that's probably as coherent as the real thing. Oh, it was all <laughs> over the place. I, I saw somebody tweet. This presidential debate is like watching the male version of The View. <laughs> Everybody's talking over yeah, each other. No, I think. Would you let me finish? Yeah, no. Uh, Give me my time. Let me respond. This is so typical. This is so typical. You have no response. Can I have my time back? Can I have my time back? (laughs) (laughs) At one point, Biden called Donald Trump a clown. (laughs) Maybe multiple points. Uh, Biden told Trump to shut up. Listen, I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, that Trump didn't deserve it. I, Biden was saying what a lot of people were thinking watching that. Trump is such a buffoon. Uh, it, it was a low point for American politics, 100. percent I felt bad for the American people watching that debate yesterday, Jim. Yeah, yeah. There's just like those are the two candidates. Uh, we complain all the time up here in Canada. It's terrible, but at least yeah. we have multiple parties, you know, and some kind of wiggle room. To make some change. It's just the two-party system there with those two guys at the head of each. What a joke. Vote now. Are you pack the make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. <laughs> Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is... The question Supreme is... The radical question, left... Will you who shut is up, your, man? Listen, who is on your <laughs> list, Joe? This who's is on your so right. Gentlemen, is, I think this we've is ended so this... This is so pack the court. We have ended... We're not going to give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? Chris Wallace seems to be dropping the ball a little bit, too. Oh, What else do you do? Give him an air horn? (laughs) There needs to be a mic cut button. Yes, absolutely. When one candidate is talking, the other one's mic is shut off. That's really the only way that another debate would be productive in any way, shape, or form. I wouldn't mind a little free-for-all, you know, every 15 minutes if there was, like, Two minutes. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea, but you know, like there is a time and place to have a back and forth. Say, okay, this is going to be a back and forth. We want you two to discuss this point, Mm -hmm. but the whole time it just can't be yelling over each other and 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 being completely disrespectful. There's uh, there's some people who who are saying that Donald Trump uh, called Biden a number two, like he was insinuating he was a piece of poop. Let's listen to this clip. What do you think? Manufacturing went in a hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. Wait. Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, it would take... They, they, no, you're a number two. No. <laughs> no, you're a number two. No, you're a number two. You're a poopy pants. No, you're a poopy pants. <laughs> this say, is a presidential debate. He could have called him a piece of crap. He also could have said you're going to be a runner-up. Uh-huh. Maybe, but I, I'm or, guessing it was a piece of Or he's of a vice president, so yeah. he wasn't number one, he was number two. Manufacturing went in a hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. You Wait, came out of two. a hole. Chris. Number three. They said <laughs> it would take... No, you're a number two. No. <laughs> no, you're a number two. <laughs> you're a pee-pee pants. You're a poo-poo <laughs> pants. Uh, it's wild. <sighs>
Is there gonna there like this? There's supposed to be another one. There's Do you supposed really to be think two more? Oh my lord! Two more. It's not moving anybody in in one direction or the other. The Democrats are dug in. The the Republicans are dug in. What is even the point of doing this? It's could, embarrassing. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see the vice president debate. You know, Kamala, Mike Pence, and yes. see how much more. You know, can you easy imagine if Harris was the candidate? She would have. She would have torn Trump apart last night. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? When, when you're is, on the he's spotlight, he's looking old, man. Biden is, and I think he's had some Botox. He looked a little Botoxy last night. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I got to see that urine test. <laughs> it's <laughs> ripe with Botox. <laughs> Botox and Metamucil. Joe's tested positive <laughs> for both. The American people lost because that was horrific. You just took the words out of my mouth. You used some high-minded language. I'm just going to say it like it is. That was a shit show. And, you know, we're on cable. We can say that. Apologies for being maybe a little bit crude, but that is really the, the phrase that I'm getting, more, you know, from people on both sides of the aisle on text. And it's the only phrase that I can think of to really describe it. The first of three 2020 presidential dis- debates down in the United States last night. Uh, so the first one was an, an S show. The next one's going to be a crap show. And then uh, just a pile of vomit for the third one. I don't know, Jim. What do you think? <laughs> gong show is a that gong? Sh- I think we're past gong show yeah. at this point. Uh, we have Gina on the phone. Gina Brummett. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Gina is a member of a group called Democrats Abroad. She's uh, an American living in Canada. And she still votes down in the U.S. You guys get together and you watch the debates. You did a drive-in debate viewing party last night. That's right. And it wasn't affiliated with Democrats abroad, though. I want to point that out. But, you know, the Highland Cinema were so awesome. You know, with COVID-19, everybody's worried about any kind of get-together. And even though it was in our own cars, um, we had to not do uh, a Democrat debate watch for Democrats abroad. So um, so I just reached out to Highland Cinema thinking, you know, they've got that awesome drive-in. And yeah. so, uh, so they were able to do it for myself and a bunch of friends, uh, a lot of whom were members of Democrats Abroad, um, but also some Canadians that were interested. So um, it, was, it was awesome, and, and we got to watch the uh, F show, as you called it. And, you know, you almost, said Democrat, you almost said Democratic disputes instead of debates there. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. You, you say it was awesome. In what way was that awesome? It was, that was a terrible, terrible 90 minutes in my eyes. Well, it was, and what I was referring to is is that it was awesome that the Highland Cinema was allowing us right. to do it. Um, the setup, so the setup happened, was awesome. What you're watching on the horrific. screen, you weren't impressed with. Yeah. Oh no, it was horrific. It was absolutely horrific, and um, Americans deserve better. Yeah. And um, you know, than than what we saw, it was um, just appalling. And we've never had a debate like that in American history, to my knowledge. I mean. You know, um, just and, a complete lack of respect for complete. the office of the president. Exactly. It was completely unpresidential. And, you know, um, I, I, now, mean, do, you, I think, do you believe that's true on both sides? Because I think Biden, he uh, went a little a little low, a little lower than he should have. And he was even though Donald Trump, uh, many may agree with uh, what he's saying, telling him to shut up, calling him a clown. But I didn't think he needed to do that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the clown reference was appropriate. Um, you know, it's um, I we want we want Joe Biden to to be who he would be without Donald Trump. 
You know, that's the thing is if you took Donald Trump out of the equation, I would like Joe Biden to be who he would be um, and, and it, with him or without him. Um, the problem, I think, is, is that Trump has, you know, lowered the, the standard so low so low that it's really hard and and i and i mean i think everybody wants joe biden to sort of take a step back and not not be defending himself but be talking about the most important things and what his platform's all about and and uh you know um he really hammered him on his son hunter and um you know i would have liked to see joe bring up the stuff about ivanka that's come out in the taxes you know i mean that she was a consultant earning tons and tons of money, but nobody seemed to See, know there if, was any consultant. If there was being paid. one point where um, where Biden, I think, would have been justified to tell Trump to shut up or even tell him to f off, yeah, it's when you start insulting people's children, and especially Absolutely. knowing knowing what Biden's gone through with his family and his yep. struggles. Uh, you know, I don't think anyone would would blame him for no, getting emotional exactly. if somebody's attacking his kids. Very true. How do you feel about him as a candidate, though? Because, you know, I'm not a Trump guy. I think Trump's <laughs> done a terrible job. But Biden was painful to listen to last night. He was stammering. He looked really, really old. And he didn't look as strong as I know a lot of people hoped he would have. Yeah, I think he... He, let's put it this way. People said that it was his debate to lose. And I think it's pretty consistent out there that, that he, didn't, um, he didn't cause any problems for himself. Um, but at the same time, he didn't make any gains either by seeming, by seeming really strong. And, um, you know, certainly that's what I'd like to see. But um, he does have a stutter, right, and has had his whole life and has had difficulty yeah. overcoming that, and he's spoken about that. So the fact that he stammered some, I actually thought Trump was going to say something. Um, but I think that probably he'd been told by his whatever handlers he may or may not have, um, you know, that that would be um, something that even his base might not approve of. So um, I, I thought that might be, he might be tempted, you know. Uh, but I thought that, there, that Biden did have a, a few good moments, um, and that he seemed, um, you know, that he was able to speak to the American people. And um, I think he might have brought a few centrists over, you know, a few people that were undecided over into his camp. Who's by, undecided um, at this point? There's Come a lot. On. You'd be there's surprised, man. Like, wow. Believe it or not, there's a lot of undecideds out there. And they've, and they've uh, you know, expressed that they're undecided and everything and said, okay, you know, it's your job to win me over, you know? Jim wants um, to get something in here. What do you got, Jim? Oh, I was just going to say, if you think if Joe Biden wins, do you think he's going to f- make his full term or is he going to step aside health reasons or whatever and let Kamala take over? That's truly what it seems like the game plan is. Well, he's a runner and he's a cyclist, and I don't think he's got any kind of, you know, really mental problems or anything. I think that's just, yeah, I think it's just... Why why do you say, uh, Jim, what's that mean? I think he's been sharper in the past. Uh, He's been able to speak clearer. He's been able to get a message out, and he just seems like he's um, not in running shape, I would say. Like, do you, do you not, like, I didn't watch the debates last night, okay. but all Donald the media Trump stuff. Donald Trump is up. definitely not in running shape. He can't, even, <laughs> he can't even go down a ramp or climb stairs. But at least and he's <laughs> consistently stupid. Joe Biden is on a downward trend, which is not good for him. Yeah, <laughs> Biden's 77, Trump's 74, so there's yeah. really not a huge age gap. Um, right. I, I think Biden had a little, uh, as I mentioned earlier, maybe uh, Botox in him last night. Did you think he was looking a little smoother than he should? 
<laughs> I think he was very orange. <laughs> well, Trump was very orange, yeah. Yeah, he was. It's amazing the years that that spray tan takes off a guy, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a shit show. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.